do do do. Let's get some water together. We're going to get water together. We love drinking only water. We get so watery full of drinks. <laughs> Drenched with Rowan and Aaron. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's Rowan. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Drenched, a podcast where we get wet and sticky. Why sticky? I don't know. That was the first thing that. The second after wet, isn't that like? Wouldn't you rather get sticky and then wet to like wash off the sticky? Yeah, actually, I think you're right because I was trying to think of sort of a synonym for wet, and that's the only thing. Well, one of your (laughs) your podcasts is a synonym for wet. (laughs) Did I not say? (laughs) Did I not say that? You said where we get wet. And we sticky. get wet and sticky. I'm gonna stick with it. All right, I'm gonna stick with yeah, it. Yeah, good good wordplay. I'm gonna stick with it. God sends us messages and we can't understand them. <laughs> I feel like that's almost all the time. <laughs> yeah. He speaks a different language than us. <laughs> or whatever. How do you know? I don't know. Why 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 do we think he's not as complex as he could be? I feel like God probably speaks every language is Language. <laughs> yep. You barely speak English. <laughs> you I'm so tired. It is uh, 11:22 at night, Eastern Time Zone. I was up with I was up with the baby all night. Last night. Not really all night. Actually, it was honestly it was the cat, their cat that was keeping. I did not mm-hmm. sleep well last night. Yeah, the cat kept clawing at you and meowing and being a total fucking perv trying to grab your tits and everything i was like come on yeah. cat get off my girl it's a really aggressive and the cat, cat was like you gotta get her before me and i was like that's not how this works dude i was like i'll give you some tuna if you'll just stop is that what you call it assaulting tuna? me <laughs> tuna <laughs> to, was what that what i call what your vagina oh <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. That's just crazy. Welcome to Drenched. (laughs) America's only podcast. (laughs) This is it. This This is John McCain's favorite podcast. He said that on his deathbed. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was just back to, I was going back to what I was talking about how tired i am you had a nice soda today i did and didn't have it didn't wake me up or anything but it was wet (laughs) are they supposed to wake you up did it have caffeine in it no it didn't have caffeine in it what's the point uh to fix your gut because it was a probiotic soda prebiotic a prebiotic yeah what would it be if it were probiotic probiotic What's the difference between prebiotic One is and like, probiotic? I'm not entirely sure. I used to I drink a hmm. few pro. I've drank, had a few probiotic sodas before, and they're pretty good. It's all enzymes, right? I don't know. It's got that. It's got that yogurty taste to it, just um, slightly. Cultures. Is cultures. It cultures? 
We're drinking cheese soda. Activia. I love cultures in my drinks. Yeah, we're appropriating all these sodas. (laughs) (laughs) That make our tummies feel good. Yeah, it was ginger lime and it was really good. Gentrified. It was really good. Yeah, we went to the co-op. We did. We had a big day. Yeah, we intended to go to a pumpkin patch, but don't even get me started. Don't if, even. If any of you listening that are 21, wait, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said that wrong. Because there's 21 people that listen. Oh, yeah. If any 21 of you <laughs> know how to get me tickets to a pumpkin patch, <laughs> yeah. slide into my DMs. We got to bring a dog. I mean, I understand that for the $14, you get to keep a pumpkin and they take you on a hayride. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like a ripoff to me. I just. It's a long know. drive. It's a long. It's a. Are you saying just in addition to the cost? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long drive. Yeah, it's a long. I'm gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to drive 40 minutes to go spend $15 to sit in the back of a truck and then get a pumpkin that I could have bought. That I did buy for $7 today. <laughs> that Ace Hardware. I sound like Scrooge. Yeah, you sound like Halloween Scrooge. <laughs> you sound like God. <laughs> he hates Halloween. Uh, yeah. Um, that's when the devils come out to play. I might break. <laughs> Don't tickle me. <laughs> My eyes are closed. You took melatonin two minutes ago. <laughs> you can't kick in that quick. <laughs> you were already tired. No, I think I just feel shy. It's your podcast. I know. What are you shy about? We've been no. through a lot since we last did this show. We I know. On, we did a whole tour. I know. I guess we're going to talk about it. Yeah. The tour? Yeah. Talk about Colorado and all the other shit we did, Rowan. I will. I, I This this comes at a time when I'm talking to... I mean, I'm trying to... Oh, you can talk. I'm trying to think less about how cool Colorado is because I think I got fixated on it for a moment there when I got back and Mm -hmm. everything here kind of made me sad. (laughs) But not that it's not good here. It's just really good there. Yeah. And I don't want to compare things so much because it's It's just... It's not... Yeah, it's not a healthy the healthiest way to look at things so that was the tour that's such a complicated answer every and that something like that comes out every time i try to tell someone they're like how was your trip you know just say it was good just say good my endorphins have never been as high as they were when i was on top of a mountain just say it was beautiful you had a great time Yeah, we hiked. We did comedy shows that went well. Um, Every show was so fun. Yeah. I got to hang out with my parents. Not in Colorado, but in Missouri. I got a new water bottle for free. Two new water bottles for free. I mean, would you believe it? Dwight Naylor keeps finding water bottles on the airplanes. And now they're mine. If you guys need a water bottle hookup, get a dad that works at an airline. Don't talk to my dad. He won't talk to you. Go get a dad somewhere. Yeah, go get a dad. Say, hey, you're my dad now because I want water bottles. (laughs) You're my Dwight. (laughs) 
<laughs> Give me your water bottles. That's all I want from you. <laughs> this is a stick up. <laughs> now, Jean, if you're hearing this, please sponsor Drenched. We are big fans of your water bottles. We also went to... I'm sorry to change the subject back to the... Why am I apologizing? Got nothing to be sorry well, for. Well, that was incredibly rude. <laughs> but I don't care. Uh, I'm. I was never good at improv. At being like, yes, and. That's probably why I can't riff. <laughs> I'm no good at this. I don't know why I ever started a podcast. But I do. <sighs> I do want to talk about Red Rocks. Yeah, Red Rocks. We went to Red Rocks. That was one of my favorite parts of the trip. That was pretty cool. I got to see James Taylor's... Gu- that feels weird to say out loud. James Taylor's guitar. Why is it weird? To say James Taylor's... I don't know. The James Taylor's guitar. James Taylor's two first guitar. Names. Yeah, I think, I think so. Maybe. James Taylor guitar. That's his whole name. And they were doing the sound check. The tech music techs were playing testing the instruments for Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. And there was a Leonard Skinner tailgate happening in the Red Rocks parking lot. It was wild. I'm glad I'm talking about this now because I, as it was happening, I thought I never want to forget this. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to forget great. this. Leonard Skinner. <laughs> it was beautiful. Drum tech. <laughs> it was just wild. It was wild. There was people like working out while they were testing all this. Like people just go there to like work out and run the stairs and hike and shit. And then there's also like the some of the biggest bands in the world ever that are just like hanging out and about to play. Like Leonard Skinner was playing that night and then Modest Mouse was playing the next night. So cool. It's wild. You saw the museum? Yeah, the museum. And we watched the documentary and learned about it. And Mm -hmm. they just blasted some rocks. Yeah, blast zone. And they were like, hey, let's put a music venue here. Yeah. I guess before there were rules about preserving nature. (laughs) Yeah, because before they talked about that, they were like, the Native Americans said that it was really good for prayer. <laughs> and then they just like yeah, blew it up. <laughs> They're like, yeah, well, we could get the Tabernacle Choir to sing here and that'd be cooler. <laughs> but it has turned into this very important historical it's spot beautiful. with amazing acoustics. And the energy there from those big rocks is something special. Mm-hmm. We highly recommend Red Rocks and also. Um, Fort Collins. Fort Collins, the fort. The fort. Go to the fort. Go to Fort Collins. It's a Max great time. Line Brewing. Another good show we did. We had a good time. Colorado is so cool. We slept in a Bitcoin den. What? That was pretty great. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I forgot that's what that thing was. <laughs> Yep, our friend who will remain nameless due to the fact that that is kind of illegal. Uh, is it? I don't, I'm not sure if it is or not, but it's not probably. It probably maybe. He's gonna sue you. 
Yeah, with all of this fucking Bitcoin or Ethereum <laughs> money. Shit. I just thought of that thing as like a really big white noise machine. It works beautifully mm-hmm. as a white noise machine because we for- you forgot yours. I know. I'm a real fuck up. I had to run the white noise songs, white noise songs, white noise on Spotify for hours every night. Yeah, thankfully there's a track on Spotify that is like 17 hours long. We played brown noise the whole time. I just can't sleep if it's quiet. When I was a baby, my mom told people, don't be quiet around her. I want her to get used to sleeping with noise. (laughs) And now I need noise to fall asleep. And then when you're awake, you hate noise. I know. (laughs) I think it's because you love it so much when you're asleep. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, all right, I'm fucking tired. As soon as you wake up, you're like, ugh, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Uh (laughs) That's why Pigeon never barks. Cats are so quiet. My cats are not that quiet. Animals are so loud. I did. (laughs) It's crazy. I trained Pigeon to not bark too much, but he's done pretty well lately. Yeah. Was the last night or the night before? He wasn't great. One one flare up. Oh, his tantrum? Yeah, that's what we've called it. It is. It's like a puppy tantrum. Mm-hmm. It's like when they're demanding attention, yeah. they want to play, and you're paying attention to, like, Harry a movie. Potter, yeah. Fucking Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, incredible movie. We were just about to find out who the Prisoner of Azkaban was. Like, and he was like... Wah! Yeah, he lost his shit. But, like, yeah, like a hundred more times that like it's crazy it lasted pretty long he bit Aaron a little bit he bit me he bit me every day and if you have a troublesome puppy at home <laughs> I know it, he's not like a monster or anything he just he doesn't bite hard but he just nips at Aaron for some reason but it's not even nip I, a, a nip is like a you know like a quick like a like what a bird does to like a a bigger animal just to see what it's made of. And just bite. Pigeon just puts his mouth on on my wrist <laughs> and then leaves it there <laughs> so that I can pull it away and then I cause the 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 sore, the the wound by Jeez. pulling away. That's brutal. Ripping it on his jagged teeth. Honestly, I'm working on that. Like I've been I started telling him no. I can't believe it. I know. I didn't think it's the you... hottest thing you've ever done. I <laughs> fucking love it. I didn't think it was good to tell your dogs no. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that out loud is hilarious. Like, <laughs> 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 that's like raising a kid and just giving them everything they want. <laughs> I don't give him everything I want. I just try yeah. to redirect him when he's doing things I don't want him to do. Mm-hmm. Or to ignore him when he's doing things I don't like. I do think it's not it's not necessary to get emotional with your dog or to raise your voice or anything like that. But I am coming to understand the value of a good firm no. You have a good firm nose. I do. It's what fr- I call your boobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> That was so oh, terrible God. and stupid. I'm so drenched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say you didn't appreciate the joke. I uh, honestly, it's my least favorite joke you've ever made. <laughs> I don't joke about boobs that much. 
You do. I'm above that most of the time, but it's late and we're having fun. Is boob humor low low bar? Yeah, I think it's on on the same level as like dick and pussy humor and balls and butt. Really? Like, do you think that my jokes about like uh cum and put my pussy are like No, cuz I think they're better than what most people are doing with those. Like usually you there's levels of for each joke, you know what I mean? Like, for each subject. Like, um, the food pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I have cum jokes. I have sex I jokes. I know. But I can say, I think they're, like, good. Other people might not. Mm-hmm. But I think your jokes are, like, more higher brow. I think they're, humor. I think they're smart, and, like, mm-hmm. I... I'm learning to like the fact that I can write about sex in a way that is smart. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I mean, it's stupid because it's going to be stupid. Yeah. Stupid something I we can say still. Why couldn't we? Because you're not supposed to say, like, dumb or idiot. Can't you say dumb? Uh, I say dumb all the time. I feel like there's a reason. Because people can't know. talk. Yeah, because... I think they should call them mute instead of dumb. Because it's, it's like a derogatory term. That's what it is. Well, so is stupid. Well, it was a derogatory term used for people that were differently abled. I th- like, you know, they would say, like, deaf, dumb, and blind. Yeah. I might be totally wrong on this, but I feel like it's on that list. I feel like dumb isn't used for talking about mute people as much as it used to be. I feel like maybe there's a better word mute. to use than stupid. If Emily heard me talking now, she would be like, shut up. You ever met a mute person? Mm. Mm-mm. I don't think so. No. That's like the rarest of them. Rare. Yeah. Like, if you find a mute person, pick them up, collect them. Okay. Well, they're I worth don't... a lot of money. I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. But, um... Would you learn sign language just because? Yeah, I've always wanted to learn really? sign I think it's beautiful. I love... It's neat, yeah. If there's a sign language translator, I can't focus on whatever's happening because all I can do is watch their hands. Yeah. It's so cool. Does Duolingo do sign language? I don't know. Or like Rosetta Stone? Probably something. Yeah, I think it's cool. I do sign language, like, basic sign language with babies. Yeah? Yeah, like, this is... like, the most common thing. This is milk. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. (laughs) No, like... Okay, so my friend Dante (laughs) and Doyle, we we are the milk boys. That's our, like, tour name. And this is what we did all the time. We were like, milk, 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 milk. Did you know that was milk? (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) I may have known at the... This is, like, four years ago, so I may have known at the time. But I remember, I think Dante was like... It's like you're milking this, or no, a cow. Doyle was, Doyle was like, this is our thing now. And I was like, yeah, this rules. <laughs> We're milk, <laughs> milk, 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 milk. <laughs> so then we just like... Milk, 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 wow, you, are, you already knew it. You're just a big I didn't baby. even know I knew it. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this is all done, but with both hands. That's beautiful. I know. It's like it's you're conducting like, yeah. an orchestra. Wow. That's a... Um, the little 
boy I watch will do that when he's done mm-hmm. eating. And for children that in that period <laughs> of development where they don't quite have the language to communicate what they mm-hmm. need, so they, you know, they have more tantrums or get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Teaching them sign language from a young age can <clears throat> help ease some of that frustration because yeah. they have a way to communicate their needs to you. And it's satisfying for them because when, you know, he signs all done. And mm-hmm. so I say, are you all done? He just lights up. He's like, yeah. yes. Like I, But at the same time... um, it some babies they can communicate in other ways so it's not like it's necessary it's just cool and helpful has he ever just been like sitting there and then done the all done thing and you're like with what and then you smell it and you just like i'm all done shitting myself <laughs> i was like where is he going with this he's just like sitting in the middle of the living room and he just looks at you was like no and then you're like oh that'd that'd be really funny yeah that'd be funny but no i would say his his personality is more the type to like just not address it at all until i find out like it's kind of private about that i feel like a lot of kids are that way Mm -hmm. and as soon as i'll just give you a serious answer to your silly question as soon as soon as kids can communicate to you that they've had a bowel movement or with their diaper. You talk like a doctor when you talk about <laughs> shit. It's so funny. <laughs> so like... many hangups about shit. <laughs> I hate it. It's so great. I hate uh, it too, but I mean, it's like. <laughs> well, so you don't say take a shit when it's a kid. I would say like poop. Like I say poop. I said poop for all word. my years as a preschool teacher. That word like makes me want to throw up. Anyways, when they can tell you that Dude. they've taken a shit <laughs> or peed in their diaper or whatever. Pissed. <laughs> Urinated. Then they're old enough to be able to start potty training because they're connecting, like, mm. the what's happening with their body. Oh. When were you potty trained? Like, one. Really? Yeah, so, like, a little bit early. Were you, were, did, did you go to Montessori? I did. Okay. So you just right. for preschool. So why why were you drawn so much to it um, as an adult, like to teaching it? I wasn't really at first drawn towards it. it I actually it was just a job that okay. opened up. I ended up in a Montessori school, mm-hmm. and it was a crazy experience because I had no knowledge about it except for having gone to preschool. But that yeah. was preschool. I I know it formed like a foundation Mm -hmm. for who I became later but you just don't remember it that well okay but yeah I ended up there and I didn't know anything and they just taught you on the job on the job yeah Yeah. there was no and it was kind of shitty because the way you deal deal with kids or speak with kids Mm -hmm. in Montessori is so different than a normal daycare setting which I'd worked in before so They almost would sort of shame me for not knowing or understanding or, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it was like me doing stuff for the kids that they could do themselves because it's toddlers. Yeah. That's what you'd think. You'd think, oh, I help them up when they fall mm-hmm. or I wipe their nose for them when they're snotty. But the whole concept of Mon- Montessori is like giving them time to realize they can get up themselves yeah. and they can wipe their Growing own nose. Independence. Yeah, like I'll teach you how to do it yourself Mm -hmm. yeah very independence oriented 
even for kids that are super young, which is cool. When I was a little kid, I used to worry about, like, what to do with my boogers, and then I realized I could just eat them. How old? Like, two, three? Oh, up until I was, like, five or six, probably. Oh, jeez. Nobody was telling you not to eat no, your boogers? No, I kept it a secret. You... It was very private. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fucking, dude... Okay, wow. so you know how I don't tell my parents anything because it's none of their business? Yeah. I started that very young. With your boogers. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. all sorts of shit. Damn. I liked my own stuff, like being in my own places. These are my boogers and nobody else's. Yeah, they were always in my own places. Nobody's going to know <laughs> about them. Always in my nose or my mouth. That's <laughs> And then my dummy. That's and so yucky. That's so yucky. I know, it's disgusting. No, I didn't. I wasn't really a booger eater... Um, one time I put gum behind my ear after mm. I saw Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. and it was before the first day of school, so I woke up with <laughs> gum all the You put hair. it on the night before? Like, in, on, behind your ear the night before? Yeah. Oh, no. I thought it would be lucky. Mm. Like, in the, I didn't really understand that it would get in my hair. And that's what superstition gets you. My mom had to cut a chunk of my hair out. If she she listens to this podcast, so she can, mom, when you listen to this, confirm or deny this story. This is my memory of it, but I know memories can be false as you retell stories over time. So I'd be curious to hear your version of that story. That was a weird segue. She's going to start her own podcast just to rebuttal <laughs> about your stories and talk about how you've misremembered things. She's like, well, it's just the Will Actually podcast. Will Actually Rowan. Will Actually. <laughs> I remember in kindergarten, I got my friend JR, uh, who has since um, become a world-renowned drug dealer, uh, he, he and That's I were cool. like cutting our hair in class they gave us like the safety scissors or whatever what we were age just, like, snip- we were five we were in kindergarten five? yeah we were just like snipping our hairs oh shit we thought it was pretty cool and then the teacher caught you yeah i assume so i bet you got in trouble i don't know if you really get in trouble in kindergarten though they're just like hey fucking don't yeah that's true i, I guess what are they gonna do send you to nap time or some shit it's like all right cool when does actually i mean in some kindergartens, they probably have time out. Oh, yeah, maybe. They may have just separated us or something. That that used to be a thing, like, not sitting next to your friends anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of relationships were fucking ruined because, like, one goof up. Ugh, and then you're not brutal. friends with that person ever again. And then it affects, like, the whole course of the rest of your life. I guess, but do you think about that? Do you think, like, do you, do you think, like, well, what would my life be like if I was a better friend with JR? No. That's the thing. I don't think about that with anybody. Yeah. But, like, the what if is fun. Like, what if I was, I think I'd be in prison with, like, by my, like, my brother. Mm. Because I think he was friends with JR later on. Not, he's not in prison Mm. because of JR, but it was just, like, happenstance or coincidence or whatever. That's wild. Yeah, prison sounds really cool. What is that the butterfly effect or something? No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> butterfly effect is like one small thing can change everything. That's what. That's I exactly guess. what that is. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly butterfly effect is an Ashton Kutcher film from two thousand two that was. Well, I know famous. that, but it's also an actual like. 
idea or concept or what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think about that with jobs. Like, what if I never quit that job? Which one? Uh, say my job most grief. as an esthetician. Because really? I would I would have had a lot of money. Mm. Well, a lot more than I do now. I mm. mean, that was a good job. And I was really good at it and made good sales. Mm-hmm. And you hated it. Or there were parts I really liked about it. The and money. I'm a tougher... The money. Yeah, I liked the money. I really liked giving people facials. Mm-hmm. I like taking care of Me people. Too. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I know that's an old joke. You don't know how many times people have I believe made it. that joke. I can't um, understand how much. I really liked waxing. Mm, really? Yeah, and I was really good at it. People would tell me how soothing I was because I would just talk to them and tell them they're doing a good job. Because bikini waxes are really painful. Mm. And I'm also very OCD, mm-hmm. so I was very particular, and it it was it was great. But I just wanted to do so well, and be so good, and be, was just such a perfectionist about it. And mm-hmm. I would get home every day and feel like dead, like mm-hmm. I would not move from the couch. Completely drained. Just completely drained. Like I didn't want to do anything except lay on the couch, and I would started dreading work like i used mm-hmm. to dread high school i used to love that feeling after work though like after a fucking i never had a full time i had a full time job once but like it wasn't hard so like when i would work long hours at my old job at the airport i would be like really tired and mm-hmm. drained and shit and then just to get home and not do anything at all for a, a long time was the best feeling in the world this is a different kind of drained. Like, I know you don't believe in energy necessarily, but it's more like energetically drained and emotionally drained. Mm-hmm. Not like physically tired. Because yeah. I, I do know that feeling you're talking about. Like, I, I liked that feeling with when I bust tables mm. of just like, ugh, that was like a it's long, like a hard day. Drain. Yeah, but with uh, that job, and then this started to happen with teaching, it was a lot more mental, like, because my head would be like, because people, clients complained, like, I would do makeup for bridal parties, Mm -hmm. and it would be like, oh, I ruined this person's wedding day, and this person hated the way their eyebrows looked, so I'm a bad person, and (laughs) it was intense, and it was like that work teaching, too, because it was like, oh, so-and-so's child, like, didn't, they didn't have their sock. Like, yeah. the parents would get really pissed about, like, missing articles of clothing. Yeah, a lot of people scapegoat. Yeah, and just take shit out on us mm. that didn't have anything to do with us. And I was younger, and I didn't know how to, like, yeah. protect myself. So I would just take it all. Even if you know that you didn't do that. Like, it wasn't your fault. Yeah, I just couldn't rationalize mm. it. I couldn't talk my mind through, like okay, that's not valid. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just just it's a thought. Dumb. Let it's that go. Like an emotional reaction that somebody had. Something <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but also in my teaching jobs, my most recent one at IAMS was great. I didn't have this problem there, but at one that I won't talk about, 
the name of it, but it was um, my the first job I worked at for a while. The, my boss was, like, borderline emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. Just would be, like, hateful out of nowhere and expect me to just be okay with it. And yeah. So it was just a hard situation to work in. Boy, we really got drenched, huh? Have you ever had a boss like that? That was mean? That was just awful. Yeah, we were just shitty to them back. But she was my friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's... So, at the airport, at least, like, there were bosses that you could separate that. At least I did. Mm -hmm. Where I separated the worker from the guy. Mm. So, like, their tactics were just, like, bad. But mm-hmm. I could talk to them as a person mm-hmm. and, like, as a, you know, a normal person. If I saw them at, the at like, the grocery store, I'd be excited to see them. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. But they're terrible at their jobs. Like, that's, yeah. a, they're, that's something I had to learn how to do. Interesting. Because there's so many fucking stupid people that work in, like, labor jobs mm. where you think you need to be, like, somewhat cognizant of what you're doing. But they're just dumb. Jeez, that's scary with airplanes. None of them are bad at the job. They're just dumb people mm-hmm. who are doing a job that doesn't require much brain activity. Ah, uh, so see. it's just grunt work mostly. But then they have to do something that required some like numbers or knowledge of something, and it'd mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, you're fucking stupid. You don't know what you're doing. Most of it was management. The management shit was just terrible, and that's why all the bosses, a lot of the bosses, were just so bad at what they did. But they were good guys. Damn. Yeah, this boss I'm talking about, she was a good person, mm-hmm. too. Just, She's like... Bad at their job. Yeah, just really mean under pressure. Mm-hmm. And I was just way sensitive at the time. And yeah. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. And mm-hmm. that's on me. But I just never want to have a boss. Join the club. No bosses. So please book us. Ever. For the love of God, we need money. <laughs> We need, we need to be booked. Book Aaron. I'm tired. No, book me, please. <laughs> I'm just no. I I don't need to be that way. Just, you can you can book me. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I guess. Is <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. Book us. I guess. Yeah, we've got shows coming up. Good shows. Tomorrow we've got a show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. In Roanoke, Virginia. For the Roanoke Comedy Festival. My town. It's my town. town. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever said. The weed's wearing off or the melatonin just kicked in. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I've really eased into this. Mm-hmm. You're I, growing. You're a butterfly. I feel right this at home. This is the butterfly effect. <laughs> you turn into a butterfly. I'm a butterfly now. There I was feel like a huge light. caterpillar outside. Free. It's true. Aaron took a picture of it and brought it and showed me. <laughs> I feel like it was like it's called like a woolly bear. A woolly caterpillar. <laughs> I really feel like it is. It's black and big, fluffy, spiky. Why is that funny? It's That's black a... and big. <laughs> Come on. This is talking about a caterpillar. Not like you've been there before, honey. I just don't get your jokes. There's nothing to get. 
<laughs> it's there. It's right there, 100%. It's nuts. Aaron made a soup for dinner. Yeah, I barely ate any of it. Why? I ate some of it. It was too hot. I had to go to the gym. And then you ate some when you got back? No. Why? I don't know. I was. I didn't really. I wasn't really hungry. Okay, that's good. I barely ate today. It was crazy. Damn. Sometimes I do. I do the like these days where I don't eat hardly anything. I'm like, could I do this every day? And then the next day, I'm like, no, no, no. Maybe it's just a day when your body's like, I'm good. I'll well, use I had my a reserves. protein shake after work or after uh, working out, so that may have been that was like two or three hundred calories. That mm-hmm. Probably helped. That's like a meal. Yeah. Well, I had an oatmeal cream pie. You did? And skipped the gym. I had three beers after I got back, too. So it didn't help. But whatever. What are you going to do? It's, you know, some days you really go for it, and some days you just... Sometimes you do both. I guess that is what you did. You really went for (laughs) it, and you you went for it both ways. (laughs) I like giving, I like having my cake and eating it, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like a queen. <laughs> it was really... You are a queen. You're Thank my you. queen. Thanks. We went to the dog park this morning. Yeah. Or as I call it, the hog park. You know what I was... Can I tell you something crazy? Sure. So earlier I was thinking... Not that long ago, like 20 minutes... <laughs> no, we've been doing this for 37 yeah. minutes. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> Before we were doing this, I was thinking, oh, God, what are me and Aaron going to talk about? Mm-hmm. And sort of running conversations in my head. And I was like, the dog park. We'll talk mm-hmm. about the dog park. And then I, w- I was like. He's going to call it the hog park. No, but no. F- fair. I should have. I should have <laughs> had that thought. No, my thought was like, why isn't there uh dog park for humans (laughs) and then i knew you would react that way and aaron would be like and you would be like there is it's called the park (laughs) (laughs) but then (laughs) i do like the idea of the dogs putting us on leashes (laughs) i didn't even think about that but what i thought about because yeah we have parks but it's like people go to the parks to do what they're doing with their themselves or the person they've mm-hmm. come with yeah. you don't go to play with other people i mean when you're a kid you do. <laughs> i guess dogs are like forever kids but, <laughs> but i want to see i want to see a park where adults go to make friends yeah. that's a bar that's a brewery <laughs> that's not the kind of friends i want to make uh-huh. i gotta take a rock climbing class or something <laughs> You know what I was thinking at the dog park today is that um, it's, like, the only place where you can just, like, tell people your dog's name and then you still never learn that person's name. I know. It's so, you're <laughs> I love right. that. That's that amazing. <laughs> it's, it's really Dudley, cool. Dudley, Gregor. <laughs> we never learned anybody else's name. Yeah. That's... I love that observation. And it's true. The most... One of the most comfortable I am socializing is at the dog park... Because all I have to talk about is dogs. It's just dog society. And that's, like, something I care about. So I don't have to pretend. I could just ask them, like, 
what kind of dog they have, his name, if he's shy. You're so vibrant at the dog park. I just light up at the dog park. I do. You do. You're the sun. I just love everybody's dogs. I love that we're all there. I got drool on my shorts from that one monster dog. That beautiful dog. (laughs) Yeah, just Listen, I would say that it it had a mane. I would describe it as a mane. And it was like cherry oak color. <laughs> I was. I think that's fair. Maybe not as dark, like not, like not as red, more orange. It was like a like a strawberry honey wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, is that closer? Sure. Like a I don't know like a difference. mead, like a strawberry honey mead. When it ran, its coat just flowed in the wind like a horse's mane. It looked like Gigi when we were on acid. <laughs> like, it looked like her... Gigi is my cat. Yeah, so Gigi, we let her outside one time when we were doing drugs. <laughs> and this sounds very... Um... <laughs> no, we kept an eye on her the whole time. Yeah, the, yeah, we weren't negative. We actually literally walked... We only We only on looked her. at her. <laughs> we just followed everywhere she went in the backyard. Because she can't do anything. She's she got, can't, like, climb or she's jump She's got or three legs. Yeah, and they're all on... <laughs> They're all somewhere else. Uh, she's got one leg. No, so... What? No, I'm just goofing. It's late. So, yeah, like, I remember looking at her, and I was, like, fucking peeking. And her... Not peeking at her or anything that creepy, but, like, I was peeking <laughs> drug-wise. <laughs> and uh, her fur was just, like, the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. It was, like, flowing. And it was, like, an ocean of, like, this beautiful fur... And that was that mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the drool coming out, like, it had rabies. <laughs> it did. It was, like, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I was like, are you going to wipe that off? There was or... drool on my shorts at the gym from that dog. Can't, like, carry wet wipes for your dog. If your dog does that, just take care of it. <laughs> 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 I mean, seriously, mm. nobody wants to see this is the only part of society you care about. It's like dog <laughs> etiquette. I need to be mayor of the dog park. Yeah. That's where I'll go. Like, that's the only place I want to go. <laughs> I like it there. Yeah. They like you. Dogs like you. Yeah, dogs do. Humans like you too. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope that was drenched. I <laughs> know, my eyes just closed. <laughs> this is what happens when you record in bed. We went to the well and we got a pail of water from the ground. <laughs> I took it out and dumped it on Rowan, and she said, Ow! Why'd you do that? And I said, We're getting drenched. (laughs) Thank you, Jethro Tull, with the drenched theme song. Uh, Give it up for Jethro Tull, everybody, one more time. Um, Who is our sponsor this week, Rowan? Who the fuck is that? (laughs) I feel stressed like we didn't talk about something important. What? I don't know. You know that feeling like when you're forgetting something? No, nothing is important on a podcast enough to worry about it. I constantly... I know, but what if something interesting happens? We'll talk about it the next time. What about my pumpkin? I didn't even tell them I've got a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, you did. You said you got one. Oh, I did. You're one more than me. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't tell them what I was gonna carve. Oh, but I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a cliffhanger. The cliffhanger is my pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, you're carving somebody hanging off of a cliff. <laughs> so thank you for listening, and. Comment, rate. Comment. Comment, rate. <laughs> rate. Subscribe. You sound funny. <laughs> no, nothing I say sounds right. <laughs> uh, this has been the newest, the latest episode of Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good show. It's great. <laughs> Can't believe our additions fell through. Do, 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 do. Uh, it's like a good kill it. <laughs> <laughs>